generation. For over 50 years, the revolutionary force in sports entertainment. Yes, sir, we promised you a great Gorgeous George. Ready, Blassie, the maker of time. Andre, the giant. WrestleMania. Everyone has a oh, place. Ladies and gentlemen, it is electric. We believe the mat is sacred. Honor is real. And everything is discussed under pure rules. My name is Ryan, one half of the Wrestling Purist Podcast. We review all things wrestling and don't pull any punches. We do an episode every Sunday where we go back and watch a pre-2020s pay-per-view and then talk about it in the segment we call the Retro Review. I also do an episode every Friday morning in our WIN series. WIN just stands for Weekend News. It gives me an opportunity to freely shoot on 10 news topics from the past week. I also do pay-per-view predictions and reactions to large breaking news stories like Tony Khan being the new owner of Ring of Honor Wrestling. You can find us on all major podcast streaming platforms. Check out our Twitter page, at the WP underscore pod. That's T-H-E-W-P underscore P-O-D for all updates. Our pinned tweet has other links as well, like our merch store and how to support our show directly. Remember, whether you agree with us or not, we're right, because we are the Wrestling Purists. Welcome to the No Disqualifications Podcast. That's I'm Adrian. Adrian. And this is Laszlo. Yeah. Yeah. And we're covering Money in the Bank 2019. Money in the Bank 20, 2019. Uh, May 19th, 2019, Hartford, Connecticut, the XL Center, with attendance of 15,700. Uh, of course, this is a, a long pay-per-view. I think this is about four hours. Of- tell them about the pay-by, the, the pay rate. There is the no, rate. There's no buy rate. There's no pay-per-view. This was all on the network. Oh, so wow. the buy rate was nine ninety nine a month. Okay, they're already making money hand over fist. They're that. making them schlankies off of it. So uh, you wanted to slide right into the show. So what's what's been going on with you this last week or so? We're not one of those podcasts. No, no. Okay, we're not one of those. Hey, what are you drinking today? Oh, well, I'm sipping on some I'm Pinot Grigio. I'm sipping on a Monster Java Mean uh, Bean. But you know, really quick, we can we can get into a news break. There's been some news that's been going on around the WWE, uh, of course. Multiple injuries. Cody Rhodes is out. Uh, Torres Peck, right off. Oh, I the saw that. Yeah. That was nasty. Um, uh, it looks like Randy Orton's out. He's gonna have to have back surgery. Um, there's a lot of people that are out, but I think more importantly, the 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 deal with the Vince McMahon hush money. Oh yeah, and now we have an interim uh, CEO. Uh, interim CEO Stephanie McMahon. You said my ex-wife. Uh, you know. Oh. You wanna you wanna explain that one? She I, she was cheating on me with Triple H. Is that what she was doing? That's what she was doing. She cheated on me, and she was like, "He's way more mad than you." And I was like, "You know what? Uh, you're probably right." And you know, it's I just want to say I this is a little shout out to Stephanie's theme song. Um, let me know if this sounds familiar to you. Probably won't. I don't recognize it. I don't either. Um, 
but I thought it was really interesting because that's like the music that she plays when she comes up, comes out, and is this one too? I don't know if it's the same. Yeah. Trisha's broken. And that's what was playing while Vince was walking out of the office and Stephanie said, ha, I got it now, bitch. I'm the boss now, daddy. Yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, she probably calls him daddy. Ugh, yeah. It's so weird. I don't like him. Triple H daddy, too. She used to call me daddy. Did she? Yes. Oh, well, that's, daddy last. I just don't believe that's daddy. Last. I don't think that's factual. It's actually 100% absolutely factual. So with, with this, oh, I do want to say that uh, um, with, this whole, with this whole Vince McMahon debacle, um, the question isn't, is from what I'm reading, the question isn't whether it was consensual or anything like that. It's just the fact that he was stepping spent, out on the wife, stepping out on the wife yeah. and using supposedly, of course, they're still investigating this using company money to pay them off. Oh, wow. Unless he decides he doesn't want to come back as CEO. He can't get voted out. He has like 86% voting power. Okay, so, so he's like, like a majority shareholder. Yeah, he he's not. Out. He's yeah, he ain't going anywhere. But um, the question is just really whether or not he was using funds from the, uh, the WWE. from WWE to pay off these women. Yeah, I, I'm thinking he was probably. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but like we were just talking. About, I was just talking about this uh, as all the stuff that has happened to me because of women. I still love women. I can't help it. It's like, it doesn't matter. Every time I meet a new one, I'm like, oh, I got to go. He can always just pay the money back. You're right. He's a billionaire. I don't know why he wouldn't come out of his own. He probably account. buys useless stocks and doesn't care if they mature, what they turn into because that's just, he has his money there so that they can't chase it. It's an investment. Yeah. You know, it's he, like. But that's the situation. It's just a scandal. This isn't as big as a steroid scandal back in the back in the 90s. It's This is one of those situations people are like, oh, what's going to happen? WWE is not closing the doors. Vince won't be gone forever. No, sure. It's just it's just another bump in the McMahon life. The man's like 78. He probably has another 10 or 12 left. And I mean, he ain't going anywhere. Another 10 or 12 left? You think? Well, his, his shape. Look at him. You're right. I was going to say he's, he's in some shape. Right? I just don't shape. see him just dying. I don't know. It's, I can't imagine a world without Vince McMahon. And that is, that's not a negative nor a positive. I'm just saying I just can't. It's well, like I mean, Betty oh, White. Oh, wait. Whoa. Whoa. It's like it's like it's like Betty White. You just never think you're gonna lose it until you the do. Biggest middle finger was they put out an ad, a, a magazine commemorating her hundred years, and, and they interviewed died. her about it. She died like a week before that. <laughs> like it's like right there. Dark <laughs> days, even darker nights. But let's go ahead and get into the show. Yeah. The show. I'm, let's do it. Okay. Uh, first match we have the women's Money in the Bank uh, contract ladder match. I, yeah, I just call it a ladder match, but it's Money in the Bank match. Uh, we have. Nikki Cross, your thoughts? You haven't seen a whole lot of Nikki Cross, have you? I, I did. I was, I was confused by her gimmick, the little like the little Ozzy Osbourne running she does right when she comes. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oh wait, oh wait, oh wait. Um, I was like, well, I kept. I asked you twice, like, what's her gimmick? And you're like, she's crazy. That's pretty much yeah, that's it. That's about it. Um, and also, uh, and she she was talented. She you know, like, and they, they they gave her a bunch of bumps. By that I mean they took bumps from her. So. You know, I guess they respect her in the locker room. Uh, Natalia? I like you, Natalia. Uh, Naomi, of course, I think you're a fan of Naomi's work. Uh, Naomi's with the, the Bumblebee yeah. and the light-up shoes. They As they say on commentary, she's probably the most athletic woman on the roster. I would 
of course, Bianca Belair was on the roster at the time, but as far as right, right, the right. flips and the, you know, diving and all what that. What about Sasha? I don't know if she's athletic. Okay. Um, Mandy Rose? No, I don't like Mandy Rose. No, she's not really that. At this point, she's not that great of a worker. Ember Moon, I think you're a big fan of Ember Moon. I am a fan of Ember Moon. I like him chunky. Yeah. Uh, Carmella. No. And Bailey. Of course. Bailey got that cakes, baby. Bailey, Bailey's uh, Yeah, I like Bailey. Uh, so, in the open this match, Nikki traps Carmella and Dana in the rings. I forgot Dana Brooke. Yeah, she's in the match. Uh, Nikki traps Carmella and Dana Brooke in the skirt and then, like, in the ring skirt and, like, throws forearms on both of them, which I, I think that's a really cool spot. I like it's when they do that because cool. they're trapped. They can't go anywhere. Yeah, they, they, were, they were selling. Um, then she does this. So, this really shitty spot. Tommy Dreamer, Terry Funk used to do it. You put the ladder over your head and you spin it around like a helicopter. They call it the helicopter spot. And um, people were... She couldn't hold it up for the first part, and then, like, people weren't bumping off of it. They were, like, smacking their hand and laying down. Yeah. The only people that I saw really took a good bump off of it was was Naomi. Not Bailey. No. That was a botch. That yeah. looked awful. I'm sorry. I love Bailey, but that looked awful. Uh, Mandy then runs up the ladder to hit Dana with a knee. I like that spot. because So Dana Brooks propped up in the corner. The ladder's kind of ramped up to her. And Mandy Rose runs up the ladder and just slides wow. the knee into the head. So I thought that was pretty nice. Um, there's a there's a weird spot here um, where Melo is trying to get the trying to get the ladder up, and then um, Carmella tries to get the ladder up, and then Mandy Rose comes and kicks the ladder into her knee. And I remember watching this live when it happened. Props to Carmella for the way she sold it because she goes over the ropes and she has a serious look on her face. And Mandy goes to do a move and she pushes her away and she goes no my knee and then mandy goes for her again and she pushes her and goes bitch my knee and like goes to get down and then pushes her away and then ember moon like hits her with like a drop kick or something and then she's taken out yeah um she's like taken out like on a stretcher almost they, like, they, walked out and uh then naomi does this cool spot where she there's the two ladders set up and she well it was a cool spot she like walks across two ladders and has a really shitty kick into Bailey in the corner. Um, but then when they go to hit her with the, both this, do like the ladder sandwich, she drops and does a full split, which was dope. It was dope. Yeah. Um, let's see here. So Bailey gets sandwiched between the ladders, which was something that it looked good in the beginning with her. It's Naomi. That wasn't Naomi. It's Natalia. And I want to say Mandy Rose. And the you two got, Yeah. And you got, you got a. Bailey in the middle of the ladder, and they keep closing the ladder on him. And that looks badass. I don't think I've ever seen that before. Uh, so that that happens, and Naomi goes and hits a split like a moonsault onto the ladder, which was dope. Then Dana drops the ladder onto Nikki's head, which looked brutal. She literally just pushed the ladder over directly into her head. It was wasn't fun to watch. Here's the spot though that you had to see for the second time to catch. Ember Moon is on the ladder on the outside of the ring, and then she jumps into the ring and hits the eclipse. Um, off the outside ladder, which was great. You didn't catch the first time. You're like, oh, that's kind of a cool spot. And you saw it the second time. You're like, oh, shit, that was actually pretty dope. Um, Carmella comes back out from the injury. She's kind of hobbling in. That's kind of where her acting kind of disappears because then she hits a super kick with her with her with, bad with knee. With her bad knee. Um, like, well, come on, ladies. Sonya Deville comes in, and she drops Carmella. And then Sonya like, is carrying Mandy Rose up there, and then uh, Bailey knocks Carmella and uh, not Carmella, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville off the ladder, and Bailey is Miss Money in the Bank. Um, it was a match that man. It was it was thirteen minutes and fifty seconds. It felt longer. 
I I gave it a I gave it a three. You did. I did. I could, it was so botchy, and uh, the 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 knee the knee injury. I'm quoting the knee injury looked so bad. I gave it a two. Um, I, again, uh, Bailey's my girl, and Bailey Bailey's bump on that on the ladder looked awful. It looked like a like I, I really can't because these guys are athletes. These girls are athletes, but I so I really can't. Um, Criticized too hard, but it looked awful. Was there anyone that was like really sticking out to you? Naomi. Naomi. Not because of her beautiful backside and because of her awesome gear, but that um, uh, what what are we calling that? The split-legged moonsault. Mm-hmm. That was an amazing spot. That was an amazing, amazing spot. That the backflip. I loved it. I think she definitely is is someone that shined for the. I think she she shined the most out of it. Um, I think that it was something that I, I think matches like that that have that high energy. I think they benefit her the best, um, much better than it would a, a Nikki Nikki Cross or or whatever. I mean, I I have nothing against Nikki Cross. I just don't think that she has ever, and I don't know if ever is the best way to say it, but. To my knowledge, I don't think she's ever had that level of overness, and it seems like Naomi is always over with the fans. Um, yeah, like it is, I can't think of a time when she hasn't been over the fans. Dave Meltzer gave this three point three and a quarter stars. Okay, Dave Meltzer and I are usually pretty close. So how many? How many? Give it? Sorry. Two, two, two. Yeah, he gave it a three and a quarter. Um, I thought it was sufficient. It just was. It was a good opener. The energy was good for the opener, but I think there was some. I don't know. They, some of the women tried too many spots that I just didn't think really fit them. If that makes sense. Um, next match, however, we have um, Rey Mysterio versus Samoa Joe for the United States Championship. Um, in this match here, Rey Mysterio hits a few quick moves. He breaks Samoa Joe's nose, hits her Karana. Samoa Joe's shoulder was up the entire time. And Rey is the new United States Champion. Total squash match, but um, two legends, mm-hmm. four belts. Four. I want you, I want you to back that one up. I, I think that because the athleticism of Rey Mysterio alone, uh, especially when he's doing the pull-ups on that one shelf and it broke. Um, athlete. Athlete. <laughs> uh, Samoa Joe getting his nose smashed and getting pinned when he was not pinned and, like, still staying in character – um, you can't, you can't, Rey Mysterio, I, I've never seen him in a bad match. You know, so I, because I, of that, and because of the broken nose, the actual broken nose, bro, four bells. I don't think it was a bad match. The risks I, that these guys take and put themselves in, I mean, I just... I don't know. I just didn't think it was. I just it wasn't. It didn't pop out to me. The only thing that I thought was cool was like that final look of Samoa Joe pissed off in bewilderment with the blood dripping out of both nostrils. Yeah, it's like a legendary. You know. Um, I give it two though. Okay. I give it two. Melter one. Wow. Yeah, I kind of pissed all over it. Okay. Uh, I I just you know there are spots that could have been better, but it is what it is in my opinion. I think a longer match would have. Would have benefited them, but we were kind of in this show where there were, there were 
really long matches, and then there are matches that were quick. Yeah. And we'll get to one of those in a minute. Shane McMahon versus The Miz, Steel Cage. Um, Shane lights off with some kicks, a few escape attempts, but The Miz catches him with a coast-to-coast, puts him in the figure four from there. Shane pulls a chair inside of the cage. He attempts to escape through the door, but Miz beats Shane with the chair, only to get a, a rope break on the pinfall. Shane gets tossed off the top of the cage, which is really good. And then Miz hits a really shitty frog splash. Uh, yeah. But once Shane's trying to get out again, the Miz is trying to superplex him from the top of the cage. And then Shane just puts his arm strip and slides through his shirt and wins. And we see a shirt with Shane McMahon. Which, in your opinion? Uh, good shape. Good like, shape? He looks like he'd be round. Rounder than that. He was like, he's, he wears those baggy-ass baseball shirts. He's built like his daddy. Yeah, not the roids, though. No, no. But, like, you know. He's got a V shape. He's in good shape. I'm yeah. surprised. And Miz uh, wearing underwear. Yeah. I mean, let's be let's be honest. Those were underwear. That well, that's what most of them wear. You're right. We can't just call him out. Was he even wearing high boots? Like boots to his knees? Or yeah, what? boots to his knees. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. yeah. You got some. You got some beef with him. No, no, Miz. Yeah, it sounds like you got a little bit of beef with Miz. No, no, I'm not. You I'm... critique his selling. Um, something sucks. You didn't like him on the real world. I did. What did I say? Did I say I didn't like him? I don't know. No, I, I remember him from the real world. I looked up one of the last. Oh, was it I a watched. good memory? Yeah. Hmm. Well, mostly Coral because Coral was this mixed girl who had huge breasts. I'm not kidding. Like they were huge. They were beautiful. Um, so I remember her the most. She's dead now. Coral's dead for real. I don't know. Oh. Um. I gave it three and a half. You three and a half. I gave it three. Um. You expect to see something like, holy hell, when you see Shane mm-hmm. come out, there was nothing that really... There was no holy hell moment. No, not this not this time. He did try to go coast to coast, um, but Mr. Miz caught it and put him on his back. You know, whatever. Three bells. It was a good match. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't anything I'm writing home about. It's nothing I'm going to go back and watch, but I mean... Three and a half. I thought it was solid. It did what it did. Shane took a few bumps that I thought were like, damn, you're like 50 years old. Don't take that. Yeah. You know, falling off the top of the cage yeah. and then back first. Yeah, I'd rather not do that shit. Uh, next, though, we have Tony Nese and Ario Davari Cruiserweight Championship. I'm going to have to follow him this one. Huh? Uh, they trade some strikes back and forth until Arya takes control. Arya beats that ass. He does. He beats that ass. And then Nice gets dropped from the top rope. Um, big dive to the outside from Nice, 450 splash for two, puts Ario Davari in the corner, hits him with a running knee. Uh, I gave it two. You gave it two. I also gave it two. It was just, Blech. I mean, dude, like, it, I didn't care. Like, I could have, I couldn't care less about this match. Less. I could not care less about this damn match. Okay. And just for the record, uh, Meltzer, Gave gave this match a three three stars. Oh really? He gave Shane and the Miz a two and a quarter. So I don't know what his reasoning was behind that, but it is what it is. Um, but I'll, I'll just say you know I just didn't give a shit about the cruiserweight match, yeah. and I doesn't I don't feel like WWE did. They gave him like fifteen minutes, but still like, he didn't produce what anything. Were the two performers? Tony Nice and Arya Davari. I don't know either of these guys. Well, neither of them are with the company anymore. So, are you serious? They're both in AEW. Doing okay. what you ask? Yeah, absolutely nothing. Really? <sighs> Hard yeah. times, man. All right, next up we have Becky Lynch versus Lacey Evans for the Raw Women's Championship. Um, 
I thought this was a pretty good match. I think Becky Becky worked. She was definitely controlling the narrative of the match. Lacey Evans was working the arm really well, I thought. Um, there's a nice second rub cutter that she hits for two. Um, but Becky's going to roll through a roll-up and put her in the disarmor and submit Lacey Evans uh, for the win and retain her, retain her, not her, her, not her, retain her Raw Women's Championship. Uh, I gave it three. Three. I gave this one a three also. Uh, what do you think about the presentation of Lacey Evans? I don't like her. Her name sounds like a porn star. Sasha Banks doesn't? Not really. Who's Sarah Banks? I don't know. Is she a porn star? I don't know. Is she a? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. The single name Charlotte doesn't sound like a porn star to you? Ember Moon doesn't sound like a porn star to you? Ember absolutely does. They absolutely stand up. But Lacey Evans sounds like a porn Nikki porn. Cross sounds like a porn star. Look one with like a face tattoo. Never mind. Um, but I gave it a three. You know, I thought Becky did well. I think there are there spots of uh, some shining moments, if you will, for Lacey Evans in there. That's just my opinion. That's your opinion. Uh, right after this, so see, Becky Lynch has to defend both titles tonight. So right after this, Charlotte comes out and she's like, all right, SmackDown Women's Championship matches right now. See if Charlotte versus Becky Lynch for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Um, Charlotte rams Becky into the corner. A few corner spears from her. Uh, and then Charlotte walks in that Boston Crab. Becky gets the ropes. Lacey Evans, while Becky's going to hold on the rope, pulls that woman's right out, which is a finish move. It's just a closed fist. That's, yeah. So she punches Becky in the face. Becky gets up, gets hit with a big boot from Charlotte. Becky then loses her SmackDown Women's Championship in a match. I also gave three bells. I gave that three bells, too. Uh, I think they both of these complement each other. I think it's a, it's a story between really three matches, we'll get to that third one, but yeah. they're telling the story. It, it's building. It's like Becky gets one over on Lacey, clean. Lacey and Charlotte get one over on Becky. Not so clean. And then immediately afterwards, Bailey comes out. Spoiler alert, she catches in the briefcase. She uh, hits, Charlotte runs at her and she goes face first in the turnbuckle. She's out. She cashes in, hits the elbow drop for the win, and then Bailey gets over one on Charlotte. Yeah. Smart booking. I think it was a squash match. I gave it a three, though. You gave it a three. I also agree. I think uh, it told a uh, conclusive story. It did It did um, close the circle, but I still gave it two. It was just too, fa- too fast. Um, too furious? Perhaps. Um uh, Meltzer would give Lacey Evans and Becky two stars, and he would give two and three quarters to the Becky and Charlotte match. He didn't grade the Bailey match. Why not? He's a dickhead. So he couldn't give it a one. He just said, "I'm not grading this display." Yo. Just didn't, just didn't do it. Okay. He's a, he's a rat bastard. What do you expect? I don't, I don't expect much. I, I, just, I gave it, I gave them all three or three because I just felt like it really just completed that story arc, kind of like what you were saying. Yeah, I gave it two, three, close the circle. Two. Yeah, I close the circle. Um, the pop up for Bailey, and then she, when she goes, she goes into the crowd. Because yeah, she, she celebrates in the crowd, holds it up, and Bailey's like, Riley. It, it was a good moment. It was a really good moment. And we have these high, low, high leading to another low. Roman Reigns versus Elias. Elias comes out. He talks shit about Connecticut. Uh, Edmonton. Edmonton. Um, 
And then he's like, look, Roman Reigns is coming out here. I already walked him or whatever because he's the big dog. And then he's walking out. He says, guys, before I leave, I'll let me hit you with a pose. Corey Graves brings up Bob Dylan for some damn reason. I don't do um, He hits the pose. All of a sudden you hear, dun 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 Whose music is that? Roman's music. That's Roman Reigns. Roman comes out, hits him with a damn Superman punch, which did look dope because Roman's wearing like this, this cut off sleeves hoodie. Yeah. It's always a good look. Uh, Elias is in the rings in the corner. He's like getting up. Roman does the ooh ah runs, hits the spear for the win. The match was twenty seconds. Uh huh. No, no, scratch that. I'm sorry. The match was actually eight seconds. So they rang the bell for that. They rang the bell for it. Eight seconds. Meltzer didn't rate it either. I gave it a one. If it wants a squash, it's a squash. Match. It's a squash, and you can't get you can't treat a squash like it's like it's anything else but a squash. Unless it's Raven Stereo versus Samoa Joe. Well, of course, it's different. There's two. More, it was more than two damn moves. That's true. But let's talk about, and I think maybe in, in your opinion, it may end up being one of the matches of the night here: AJ Styles, <laughs> Seth Rollins, Universal Championship. Beautiful hype package before. That's right. Showing. AJ showing Seth. They said all this has led to this one moment. They built like it's a WrestleMania match, and it could have been a WrestleMania match. I agree. They built it all to this one moment. Seth, AJ, this is to to this is either gonna solidify Seth as a champion, or it's gonna solidify AJ Styles' legacy. They built it, the pomp and circumstances here, and did they deliver? Absolutely. Yes. Yes. So good. So damn good. I want you to tell me what you thought about the match. I'll hit some of the few high spots that happened. This is when we're, when we're talking about selling. This is what it's supposed to look like. This could take note. This is what it could look like, uh, or should look like. Um, it, it, I, it's never changing cast, but AJ Styles may end up on Mount Rushmore. Uh, the skill, the, the, uh, the look, the talent. I mean, it's AJ is AJ Styles is the man. Um, Seth Rollins. Now um, he's a heel. He's the one that they, for those who don't know, the heel is the one that they boo when the hoodie comes out, and they revel in that. Um, this was a hell of a match. Now, I, again, I really can't talk bad about Seth Rollins. I've seen his skin welted from that Kemper. Well, thing. Seth. Seth, neither were neither were the heels in this match. No, that was lean. sure. That was that was. I'm uh, sorry, I was catching the spear for a minute. That was the the interesting thing about this match. Neither are heels here, and and this is really just like two baby faces saying like, I want to solidify my legacy. You want to solidify your legacy. The the, the pop when Seth comes out and then yeah. and everybody goes. That's when you know you're over. Fever pitch. Yeah. When AJ Styles, when they announce his name, he goes, AJ. And everybody's, it's these two guys at the top of their game. And this was three years ago. Still at the top of their game. This was peak AJ Styles. Peak. It was peak Seth Rollins. Seth Monday Night Rollins. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess so. I guess I understand. Do you understand? I don't. Good. Uh, so, no, no, but there's some good highlights here in this match. Um, great 
great story being told. Who if I had to sneeze again? Who sneak me? Um, but Rollins, the story here is Rollins is being much more aggressive. The the commentary they're like ever since he beat Brock, he's been much more aggressive, and he is. He's laying in the kicks. He, there, there's that moment you didn't really like it when he bends AJ Styles head over and does, does 30, kicks, 40 punts. Yeah, kicks his damn head over and over again. Yeah. It's just the aggression there. Um, AJ hits Seth with a knee off the apron, which looked really good. It was snug. Um, Seth hits two suicide dives, starts hyping up. He hits a sing, sling blade, springboard clothesline. He hits a big frog splash. He gets really good height on there. Not as good as Montez Ford, but it's good frog splash. AJ has a spin-out torture rack, power bomb. Looks great. Beautiful. Um, Seth hits the reverse Falcon Arrow from the top rope, which just is so deadly looking. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Reverse superplex, and they pulled him back up. And then went and the dropped, Yeah, dropped him again for the pin. That stomp is reversed into the Styles Clash. Which What's the Styles Clash? Uh, where... It's almost like you're in powerbomb position, but they're laying down. He locks her legs and jumps forward. That's his finisher. And he reversed that stomp right into that. And that t- that takes power. Yeah. Um it was it was like a 2.9. Like it was it was a close pinball. It was like one, two, kick, kick out. It was close. Uh and then Seth ends up finishing the match with a stomp for the win. Um I gave it a four and a half. And I, I kind of throw the halves out here and there. It wasn't perfect to me, um, but it was a four and a half. It was it was damn close to it. It was a five. I was almost there. You give these guys five more minutes and maybe speed up the opening a little bit more. These were pros. These are pros. These guys are professionals. Um, AJ. Again, AJ Styles. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to research him a little more and see some of his like, TNA. TNA. He was a TNA wrestler. He was. He he is the main character of TNA. Oh, from 2002 to like 2014, TNA went to New Japan for two years and been WWE ever since. New Japan. You watch that a lot? We're gonna start watching it. I think there's some shows we could watch for the podcast. Okay. All right. Now I want you guys to know that. Those listening, you may realize that we're not as rambunctious or um, precocious. Precocious, thank you. Um, this is more of a relaxed fit episode. We're kind of just chilling back. Um, this is our extra, extra large episode. We're kind of just in that boyfriend tee, that boyfriend hoodie. And you're just laying back. And you're just listening to our podcast. You, a 35-year-old wrestling fan, <laughs> as we talk to you about laying in your boyfriend's t-shirt. But we... We're taking a relaxed approach and just kind of soothing it out. Now, we're going to finish talking about this this match here just after a brief word from our sponsor. And we're back. Welcome back. Sorry, we were just talking about the death of Luke Perry. Uh, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Um, yeah, so, yeah, this is a bit of a relaxed episode. I just want to let you know. We're just kind of – we haven't recorded in, what, two weeks? The two weeks. So we're kind of just picking up the pieces, trying to – Regroup. See, what, what had happened was a week ago, tomorrow, I went to a new gym I never used. Yeah. And I contracted pink eye. Yeah. It was disgusting. Still have it. I still, yeah. It's not, I'm not contagious anymore, but like, yeah, my eyes are pretty bad. Um, so, guys, if, if, you, if you poop, wash your hands. Huh? What do you say? He, he gives, you can't record a podcast, pink eye. 
can't. So we're a little out of practice. It's okay. We're getting back into the swing of things. We're also kind of building up mentally for SummerSlam. Teehee. But uh, nonetheless, nonetheless, I'll give it four and a half. Rollins and Styles, four and a half. We got a five out of me. A little bit longer time. They had 19 minutes, damn near 20 minutes. And it didn't feel like it was a long match. And that's how you can tell the pacing is good. Um, Meltzer gave the match four and a half. So, so unfortunately, me and him are both on that at the same time. Uh, our next match is for the WWE Championship. Uh, it's Kofi Kingston versus hey, Kevin Owens. Um, hockey fight in the middle of the ring to start off. And then Kofi turns uh, KO inside out with clothesline. Hits clothesline off the steps. And then for the majority of this match, Kevin Owens is going to have control. He's working over the lower back of Kofi Kingston. He hits a frog splash off the atrium. Uh, April, onto the floor. On the on the floor. Uh, Kofi does get a back body drop on Kevin Owens. He lands in the apron, which is what? The hardest part of the ring. Absolutely. KO puts his, all of his body weight into a Boston Crab on Kofi Kingston. There's a pop-up powerbomb for two. A snug-ass trouble in paradise. KO got kicked in the face. I mean, like the, the neck area. But. And he falls out of the ring, and they're like, and this is some good babyface storytelling. Because Kofi's like, he could have won by count now. But he rolls his fat ass back in the ring. He said, we ain't doing it that way. Uh-uh. Gangster. No, sir. Kevin Owens Gangster. Kevin Owens goes for that stunner. Kofi says, nuh-uh. That's it. No, sir. Gets no, him with that trouble in paradise for the one, two, three. Uh, Kofi Kingston, what people say, was booked poorly for his title reign. I what? disagree. Um, beats Kevin Owens clean and is still your WWE champion. I give it four bells. I also give it four bells. I thought it was a great match. Great match. I thought it was great. Yeah. Uh, Meltzer gave it three and three quarters. So four, give or take. Yeah, um, and, you know. uh, I thought it was a great match, though. Th- what do you think about Kofi as champion, just from what you've seen? His chest is grotesque, but that's not what we're talking about here. Um, Cosmic professional. Uh, he came out. This was a little a couple years older, so he came out throwing pancakes into the crowd, which I like that was part of this gimmick. Uh, always has the fly Jordans, which Kevin Owens hates. He does. I don't know why. Because Kevin Owens threw the Jordans out of the ring. What a bastard. Maybe he was like too poor to have them growing up, so he hates them now. Or, I don't know, I was too poor for a bunch of shoes, and you should see how many shoes I have. French-Canadian. He's a French-Canadian. They're weird. It's weird. Bonjour. Oui, oui. Le croissant. Le croissant. He wants me to drop my le croissant. Au revoir. Au revoir. Au revoir. Hola, hola. That's Italian. Are we there, she? Hola. That's, that's German. Oh, okay. Low rider. What's that? It's fucking racist. That's okay. Uh, no, I gave it four, though. You gave it four as well? Yeah, it was a good match. Now we get to our main event. The men's money in the bank ladder match. Now, before you speak your grief, I'll let everybody know who's involved here. Ali, Andrade, Baron Corbin, Drew McIntyre, Finn Balor, Randy Orton, and Ricochet. Sami Zayn was supposed to be in this match, but he was taken out with injury. Now I'm going to run by this play. Well, by what side. happened with Sami Zayn? How did he get injured? Somebody beat his ass backstage. Someone went bucks backstage, ran up and beat him down. And it was and Braun Strowman was accused. Triple H was like, I'm not going to call the cops. Should I get out of here? He's like, I'm not going to call the cops. I'm not going to arrest you. <laughs> You're not going to get fired. But you have to leave. <laughs> so Braun left. Braun's like, okay. <laughs> no, he's just. Whatever, whatever. I'm gonna go home. Yeah. Anybody want a peanut? Um, stupid. Time for French fries. Time for, 
I like the smell of brownies. They seal claps. Uh, everyone's laid out ringside. Andrade hits a rolling back fist, which I made. I rewound it because it was just so nice. Randy Orton does these little things where after Andrade purposely misses that kick, Randy like smiles for a second and then spinning back fist. And Randy put Andrade into the announcer table before all that. He did. Made Andrade his bitch. Ali's suicide dives through the ladder. Ali and Ricochet are tossed onto the ladders, which there's going to be a lot more of that. Yeah. Uh, Claymore to Randy Orton, sending him out for a while. Randy's out of action for a while, just chilling. Uh, Finn drops the ladder on Drew and hits the, st- the ladders across Baron Corbin and hits a stomp on Corbin. Andrade hits a sunset flip off of the ladder onto another ladder to Finn Balor. And that's not the first time. That's the first time it happens, but damn it, it's not the last time something happens yeah. to Finn Balor's match. Yes, dude. Ollie goes wild. He hits a poison run on Ricochet. Baron choke slams Ollie through the announce table. Got a lot of height off that bitch. Uh, and then he choke slams Finn on the corner of the ladder. So that's a thing. And then Finn is also suplexed onto another ladder. So son of a bitch. Yeah. At what point was uh, it was just later where, where Finn Balor was laying on the um Laying on the ladder, someone got powerbombed onto him. Yeah, so after he gets uh, suplexed onto the ladder, Drew McIntyre does the reverse Alabama slam of Andrade um, onto uh, onto Finn. So, um, in one of my favorite scenes of all time, I would say. <laughs> He's already dead. Because Finn's out. Finn was out. Finn's yeah. out. And they just kept the brutality. And the one they had the ladder set up on the on the, that Andrade set up, and he got sunset flipped on there. Sunset flip. Yeah, he got his ass beat. He got beat. And guess who got next on that ricochet? Because he gets his ass tossed outside the ring through a ladder. That's right. Um, but Ali is like, you know what? This is my moment. He's going up the ladder. He grabs onto the briefcase, and what do we hear? Dun, 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 dun. Because it's Brock Lesnar. Last, go ahead and take take over from here. All right, here's where all these great Corbin Brunson. Corbin Brunson. What's his name? Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin. Corbin Brunson was on site. What the hell are you talking about? He was on Miami Vice. Also in Doctor Giggles. Continue. Uh, like all these guys, Finn Balor got the shit kicked out of him in this match, bro. Like really, like could could have been permanently injured, permanently injured uh, in some of the bumps that he took. Um, I'm, 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 uh, uh, Ali getting slammed into, into a table. Uh, you know, all, all these ladder men, all this ladder, these ladder extravaganzas. Finn Baylor is my dude, man. And another thing about ladder matches, when there's like six of them in there, yes? Yes. Six guys. Like two guys will get in the ring, and uh, the other guys will be quote unquote hurt outside of the ring. And just let the guys get to, like this is part of the show. Like they're letting them take take their spots, take, and they come in. Take this, take this part of the match. This is yours now. Um, but I tell you what, they didn't deserve. They didn't deserve to put in all that work for however long this match went for a, a, a great champion, of course, but for um, Brock Lesnar to walk in. And knock one guy off a ladder, 
and then take the money in the bank and win the money in the bank title. This was a disgrace. This was absolutely, if I was watching wrestling in 2019, I would have, I would have knocked, thrown something my TV. So I would have thrown my controller through the TV or something. Seriously. Didn't like that, did you? No. This was bad. Like all these guys, all these bumps, all the, all this, this pain. All that, for bitch lies when you come out and grab the brief, briefcase. Yeah, dude. The lion with, with Paul Heyman behind him. Well, uh, what's your final grade? For this match? Yeah. Two. Because of the ending. I give it three and a half. Yeah. If it this, been, one, this would have been a five belt match. You know who it should have went to? Um, I, I wouldn't give it to Ali because he's too cruiserweight to catch in the money. Like, he has a high flying top rope move. It just doesn't work well for me. I but, think Finn, that's why I, I would like Andrade. Really? Because he has a manager. She carries a briefcase for him. She distracts when he catches it. There's, there's some play there. Drew McIntyre, or fucking Claymore, I don't know. Baron Corbin would be amazing heel heat. Come SummerSlam, he cashes in after Seth Rollins' match and, you know, takes the title. There. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But no, Rock, because Brock wins the title, right? And we know what happens in October with Kofi. Um, but let's go and get to our awards. Um, before this sweet, sweet, sweet thing called my laptop dies on us. Let's go. Match of the night. Boom. Uh, well, that was AJ Stizzle versus Seth versus Monday Night Raw. Agreed. Lock it in. Wow. Sweet. Uh, worst match of the night. Uh, Roman Reigns versus Elias. I'm calling it Roman Lock it in. Boom. Uh, who is the Kurt Angle star of the night? Naomi. Naomi. Naomi, that that uh that split legged moonsault. Dude, I'd be terrified to try that. She's the she's the shit. I'm gonna give it to AJ Styles. He'll be my current angle tonight. Okay. My current angle performer tonight. He just brought it. I mean, Seth was great, but that reversal catching them powering into the Styles class, that shit was dope. It was fantastic. I love that. Um sorry that's my laptop slowly dying on us. Um let's go back into to the Ryback of the night. The right back bitch of the night. Brock Lesnar. Get out of here. Get out of here. Brock, Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman as one. Get out of here, bro. He's a great champ, okay? And UFC. I, I love MMA and boxing. I'll lock it in. He's a killer. Lock that oh, in. you agree? I'll agree. Yeah, he's, he really, like, it's a disgrace. It's a, it's a wet towel. It's a wet blanket on a fire. It was amazing, man. Uh, your spot of the night, your new Jack spot of the night. That would ha- that would have to be. I'm doing the sunset flip, Andrade under the ladder. Yes, yeah, that's that. That's gotta be runner up. Would have been like ricocheting his ass, tossed out of the ring. I think my runner up would have been Naomi and the Bumblebee doing the the, the split. The the, fuck that bitch in. Uh, what's your my whole Nia Jackson over the night? Was this gonna be a botch? Yeah. Now, um, Bailey's horrible bump on the ladder. It looked it looked bad. I'm gonna go with the uh, Nikki Cross had the ladder up and then she like stumbled over because she couldn't hold it up. That was that's they both originated from the same. Yeah, it was like a moment in time that both came together to create not just one bad moment but two to make one <laughs> ultra moment, kind of like in Transformers when they all climbed together and became the giant Transformer. I don't, I've never seen the movie, but it happens. I think I'm told I'm not missing much. When all the Power Rangers come together and create. Well, so did Ultron. Yeah, a bunch of little uh, fucking come together and make the yeah that thing. Four, like four times. Uh, and then, so we've covered everything here. Final grade for the show, sir. 
I don't do halves or points, but I do when I do my final grade because I do mathematically. This show got a 2.8. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with a steady two. Steady two, okay. Uh, two uh, great matches. Everything else was either average or lackluster. I think there was three great matches and everything else was pretty, pretty lackluster. Um, I mean, Kevin Owens versus Kofi was great. Uh, AJ Styles and Seth Rollins was a classic. Yeah. And I stuck Rey Mysterio versus Mojo. That was great. That was, even though it was a squash match, I would have been psyched if I didn't ever see that. So, yeah. Well, this has been the Nose Qualifications Podcast. I've been Laszlo. I've been Adrian. I got no idea what the hell we're going to cover next week, but I'm telling you what, I'll play better than this. We will cover it something. So we're good. Something's going to be covered. It's going to be good, too. Chicka chicka! Hello! Uh.